Good morning, Kyle. How are you doing? Good morning, Eric. How are you doing? Well, still trying to figure out why we don't have this as a national holiday, taking off Sunday and Monday. Because, I mean, this is what everybody's going to be talking about, these commercials. Yep. And it's it's uh, it's always, you know, the debate every year is, hey, shouldn't shouldn't this be a national holiday? Everybody get off this an election day. Make them make them national holidays. I'm all for it, man. I'll tell you what the people that advertise and chose to to make themselves visible. They they could not have been part of a better game. And because of it, all the way through every commercial was watched and experienced. If you bought in the fourth quarter, you got your money's worth. <laughs> you <did>. <laughs> there are so many. Well, I'll tell you what I love about it, because I've, I've been in the advertising business, radio advertising business for, for multiple decades. And, and what yeah. I liked about this was they truly believed in connection. You could tell that the writers, the producers, the directors and the actors all were on a mission of making a connection this year. Absolutely. You know, I, I, that should be that should be what every advertiser strives for every day. You know, it, it, you want to make a connection with your audience, no matter who your audience is, if it's an uh, audience of two or an audience of uh, billions, as, as it was last night, you should always want to make that emotional connection that, you know, the connection as, you know, to the brand and the person. And there were some real big successes and a few that just <laughs> went by the wayside. Well, one of the big successes and, and, and you know, I, I really think that this one is going to be talked about a lot is the farmer's dog pet food because this one right here every person has a dog or a cat went oh 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 and they had their own memories absolutely that would you know that one was a uh uh, came out of nowhere for us. Uh, we didn't really know about it beforehand. Uh, nobody had sent it to us, so that was a big surprise to all of us. And boy, uh, you know, talk about uh, pulling at the heartstrings with that one. If you're if you have a soul. You were moved by that ad, and it was it was perfect. We love that ad. Well, proving that we are in the new golden age of television, I I really do love and support Sylvester Stallone with his humanizing of himself these days. You know, being on the on on that series, and now he's he's yep. promoting the, the the company that basically reset up his stage. Yeah, I mean that they did a great job with that. Uh, it was humorous, you know, bringing in his daughters that uh, and uh, having him be kind of a big part of that, putting the cliffhanger thing in there. It's just, it, it, it was both nostalgia and an acknowledgement of of the, the future of streaming and. Uh, studio and movies. I thought we thought it was really effective. Yeah, I the one that made me laugh the most, though, and it's only because I'm here in the South. It was Pete Davidson with Hellman's mayonnaise, and the reason why is because here in the South, it's all about Dukes down here, dude. Oh yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna move uh, you know shoppers to go. Well, you know that was Pete Davidson. It did look. I've never tried it, but maybe we should try it just to see. Yeah, you know, uh, Hellman's uh, has been using Pete Davidson pretty smartly, and uh, I love the acknowledgement by John Hamm. John Hamm, of all people, who's in tons of ads, yeah. even if it's just a voiceover, acknowledging that Pete Davidson is everywhere. Uh, that that right there, we just went, okay, there's a great meta moment. Uh, we love that. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun with Allison Brie, you know, Brie and Hamm, uh, and then you know, Pete Davidson. He's an affable guy. He's not on SNL anymore, but he's still so well known, especially considering his dating of every celebrity out there. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to date him. I, ju I just want to see what it's all <laughs> about. <laughs> my, my wife as well. There you go. <laughs> the guy that we have grown to love. I mean, I've always loved Snoop Dogg because I'm a mobile entertainer. So Snoop has been a part of my life and on my dance floor for decades. But to see oh, yeah. him continue be himself and to see him with Martha. Oh, my God. This is this is a true romance between these two. 
Absolutely. Those two are made for each other. They are. And, and who's been to prison, by the way? Yeah. Only Martha. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love that. And I, those two have the best chemistry in the world. And I'm sorry, you put Snoop Dogg in anything. And he's just he's just one of those guys. You can't stop watching him. Right. He is charismatic. He is smooth. He is a great pitch person without seeming like you're being sold to. He's just he has the entire package. One of the things that I noticed this year is is, is that, first of all, I, I'm blessed with the opportunity to talk with a lot of musicians, and they go into the studio not to write the hit song. I really feel like in the commercials this year, they did the same thing. They, they, they came together and created incredible connections without saying, it's got to be this, 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 and this. It's almost like they turned to the next generation of creative people and said, what's your idea? Yeah, it, it was nice to see some fresh ideas in there. I mean, you could tell that some of those were done by by, by old uh, yeah. old standard ad people. But then then there were these fresh ideas that came, like the Tubi stuff. Man, that was just absolutely brilliant. And uh, so you know, seeing those being seeing those new ideas, those fresh ideas coming in, we you know we want to see more of that because it's a changing face of the. And you know, consumers are fickle; they have every place in the world to go, and they don't even like ads. So the, if you can get people interested on the one night of the year where people want to at, watch ads, you got them. I think the big shocking moment was Workday. And with Paul Stanley, Joan Jett, yep. Billy Idol, Ozzy Osbourne, I I was yep. in total shock when that was unveiled. That was that was one of our tops in the night. That was our second favorite ad. Tubi Tubi was uh, the best, but man, put Ozzy in a suit and call him Oswald. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, dying! And Paul Stanley coming in full makeup to the to the break room and. It, it just you know almost in a threatening manner oh my god we were cracking up i i love that ad you know i'm an old school rocker so i i love it i love seeing all the all the faces especially in a new fresh way like that it, what a great thing and because let, let's talk about the music business wasn't that a great business idea for all four of these because i mean what that what a what a great way to sell tickets yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get people interested in the older acts, first of all, uh, and then you also just get people interested in you know, the nostalgia of it. Like, you know, Diddy for Uber One, you had yeah. you know, all those old names like Montel Jordan and Donna Lewis and Khalees. And it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. You, you want to see these acts alive. And then, you know, you bring in new names like Jack Harlow. Uh, who you know for Doritos did a triangle ad you know yeah. that that was a lot of fun and then adding the nostalgia of having Elton John in that ad too a very effective ad well man I, I want to talk about Jack Harlow because I would love to see the Google numbers on that to find out how many people went to Google to find out who he is and they go oh my god I know exactly who this is yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's amazing that you know that you take a name like that. And he did host SNL, so there, there was a sort of a name recognition there. But if you're if you're not a fan or don't don't listen to that type of music, you don't know really who he is. But he's a great presence, and he had a amazing ability to have fun with that ad and take it to the extreme. And that's what made that ad work. And let's let's talk about Elton John because I mean the way that he's been with uh, Britney Spears and Dua Lipa and yeah. things like he, this man is brilliant at at saying, hey look, I've had my fun with music. Let me introduce you to some other people. Absolutely. He's I mean he's always been a great collaborator, you know, go back to the eighties and all those great duo duos and duets he did. Um but and then bring it to the present and he's he's you know promoting people from uh, multi-generations and then he's having fun. It actually yeah. seems like you know the biggest curmudgeon in the in the rock industry is having fun. Yeah. How how did your uh, your little meter go with, with the father and the and the binky? I mean, come on, we've all been there where it's like, Oh my god, I gotta get the binky. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, they took it to the extreme. That was kind of an old school uh, tactic of taking taking a very normal situation and blowing it completely out of proportion. But it was fun. I mean, uh, you know, it, it was trending. Yeah. Binky Binky Dad was trending. So you got to give it to him on that one. I didn't think it was the most effective ad of the night, but I thought it was it was effective. It was fun. Uh, it kept me watching for sure. Avocados. My God, I remember the day when it wasn't like that gigantic thing that everybody was eating. But but to call it the forbidden fruit, I busted a gut big time when I heard those words. Yeah, I, I wanted that ad to be funny. I felt like that ad was supposed to be longer. Yeah. Because it had, it had a lot there and it had a lot of potential. Anna Ferris is very funny. The whole concept was pretty funny. I felt like it it needed more. And it, it got cut short for us, and that's uh, it, it. Didn't make our you know big uh, top ten because it it just seemed like you were wanting more from that ad, and you didn't get it, and which was too bad because you know, hey, avocados from Mexico has done some strange stuff over the last few years, and <laughs> this could have been a real home run for them. And I thought, oh, you didn't quite make it, dude. When I'm when I'm sitting there at a restaurant and people are eating the avocado, I mean, it's it's. I mean, you just you just know that you're in the right place at the right time because it really seems to be that one thing that people are levitating toward. No, absolutely. I mean, ever since uh, avocado toast became a trendy that's it, thing, that's my, it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been all, on all plates everywhere. You know, I'm originally from California, and avocados were just a thing there. And, yep. and to see the rest of the world go, oh my God, avocados are the best thing in the world. Well, yeah, we've been eating guacamole for years. <laughs> <laughs> the the one the, the the touch that seems to be into the quality is it's like raising the bar for television. This new age of television, I think that they're raising the bar with commercials as well. It's like little mini movies, which really brings back memories of Barry Manilow, who wrote song jingles for commercials and things like that. He's you know to yep. him was if you're singing along it's a hit song it's the same thing with these commercials they're like little mini movies yeah and as as well they should be you know the tv itself has has become more movie like especially you know with the game of thrones and and bringing kind of that elevation to what we expect out of tv we expect more from our commercials uh, especially on the biggest stage of the year which is the super bowl and so you you have to bring that sort of cinematic sense or you have to bring a really good story you should really bring all three together yeah. uh, you know it should be really good music it should be really good production it should be a really good story was this the very first time that we've heard mr peanut talk because i i, I kind of went oh my god my, i looked at my wife and said he talked I was trying to think of that, and I thought I think they've done that before, but I don't think it's been much. He might have said a word here and there, but this was like they they put him out there, they they let him speak, they let him get roasted, as it were. And oh you know, God. some of the jokes were funny, some of them were not. But right. you know, that's, that's such as the nature of a good roast. But wasn't I was going to say wasn't the comedy just those who who were at the roast? Yeah, I mean the the comedy was it was the people roasting him, and they they were the typical roasters. Jeffrey Ross, obviously, being the most obvious uh, roasting. Yeah. That's that's pretty much all he's known for. Do, do you know any other joke he's done besides his no, roasting? No, no, uh-uh. uh, no. He's he's branded himself into that role so deeply. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, you know it worked for what it was. Not all the jokes hit, and nor should they. I mean, the roast is known for having kind of cringeworthy jokes anyway. So, I mean, was it effective? Moderately, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought it was a decent ad, but it wasn't. It, it didn't make our top ten. You walk into any grocery store, and there's more popcorn than potato chips. So, for when they did the Breaking Bad, and and you know, and making that like a like a you know meth and you know like heroin and stuff. I mean, it's so true because everybody is eating popcorn. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Breaking Bad fan and you saw Tuco come back, uh, yeah. you were absolutely thrilled. I mean, 
I think it got people talking about the, not only the ad, it was an effective ad. It talked about a new product and uh, and it did it in a way where you used characters that almost everybody knows. If you didn't watch Breaking Bad, that's kind of weird. Um, but uh, it, it, that very effective ad and a lot of fun. And yeah, you came out with a product and you sold a new product in a very effective way to the biggest audience in the world. Speaking of uh, new new products, I wasn't familiar with Booking.com, and but there was Melissa McCarthy. Love watching her, but I don't know if that message sank into me. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, that worked uh, all that well. Um, they, they'd been using Idris Elba before, and Booking.com, Booking.yeah. And, uh, you know, he was a good spokesperson for it. And M- Melissa McCarthy is usually a pretty standard. Good. She did Kia ads a few years ago, and people love her, but... Um, was this the best use of her? No, I thought it was a little scattered, uh, and I, it could have been it could have been a better message because um, it's it was fun, but it wasn't a, it wasn't memorable in my opinion. Was it weird not to have uh, cryptocurrency commercials on this year? <laughs> you know, listen, last year was the crypto bowl. Everybody <laughs> knows that, and, uh, and 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 you know, Larry David's ad from last year was so prophetic because he said, eh, "I don't think it'll catch." And funny enough, come back a year later, oops, his, it was absolutely true. What was meant to be a joke came true. And that's, so, you know, it, I don't think there was any big theme this year. You know, last year was the crypto bowl. This year didn't have that kind of one unifying element. Yeah. And there wasn't that, that many Budweiser commercials. We would all, all tune into the, you know, to the Budweiser commercial and it always topped the charts and all that kind of stuff. Yep, and uh, well, they gave up their exclusivity on the game, so they uh, they were not the only alcohol brand allowed in the game, which wow. you know gave way to the weird Remy Martin ad with Serena Williams and the pretty darn good ad with uh, Miller Light and Coors Light uh, promoting Blue uh, Blue Moon, which we thought was a pretty brilliant ad. But uh, so yeah, you didn't have that stranglehold like uh, Anheuser Busch has had in the past, so you didn't have that you know the Budweiser Frogs or the Clydesdales. It it really wasn't there. Um, there was one regional ad by Budweiser, and that was it. I, I would love to see your guys' reaction to if you go to the local market, such as a Charlotte or even a New York or a Seattle, and see what their local ad agencies did, because they raised their bar, too, and we need to give them some kudos. Oh, absolutely. You know, that Farmer's Dog one with the uh, with the, the lovely touching story about the dog, that was a regional ad. Um, there were a lot more regional ads. I actually wrote about quite a few of them. There were some really good ads from the the New York Mets. Uh, Tough Built did a nice ad. The Hoosier Lottery, of all people, yeah. uh, from Indiana, they did a really good job. So there there, there are some definite, uh, definite regional ads that were really strong that, that a lot of people never get to see. So um, you know, I tried to round up as many as I could in, a, in an article I did. But, uh, yeah, there you, you can really hit – hit it out of the park with these regional ads because you don't spend as much money and you hit your target audience, but you're not spending $7 million. Well, kudos to Apple Music for being a part of Rihanna. My God, that was the big conversation. And then and then the big unveil where she's pregnant. I mean, you to me, that was a Super Bowl moment as well. Oh my God, that was a pure Super Bowl moment. I mean, Rihanna, if if you're not a fan of her music, you probably you know weren't as as tuned in. But um, it was a heck of a spectacle. Those floating stages were oh amazing. Oh my God. Um, oh my God, they were so great. Um, and then having that reveal at the end, and then all the Fenty product product placement. The Fenty came out uh, a big star in this one, and the Apple Apple Music taking over from Pepsi. Boy, what a smart move yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's so funny was reading social media after the floating stages because everybody was talking about, you know, comparing them to the balloons that, that are over the United States and stuff like that. I said, man, it's a uh, perfect thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the time the timing was great on that as well. I know that they didn't plan that, but uh, but, the, you know, the extra social buzz certainly didn't hurt. Yeah. 
Kevin Hart with with the with the, with the sports betting. I, what's really interesting about this is that here in North Carolina, they're they're, they're working on it to make sure that, that you know that people can you know can bet on sports and things. I see that in other states as well. You could not have asked for a better. Hey, look, we're just looking into the future. Just want you to know we're going to be here when your state passes the law. Yep, and you know Kevin Hart maybe he's a bit omnipresent when it comes to advertising. He's oh, in, yes, he, he is. He promotes a lot of stuff, but he's good at it. You know, just like Snoop Dogg, he's really good at being a a promotions guy. So, you know, the fact that he had a bunch of stars in there and uh, the the, the interplay was it was it was it was pretty effective. And yes, uh, sports betting is more as more states legalize it, the more uh, advertising opportunities there are for that. Yeah, I listen to his podcast. I love the way that his advertisers, he says, look, tell me what you guys are buying and I'll go get them as a sponsor. I mean, he's he makes that connection with every single level of participation he is the ultimate pitch man i mean he is he's so good at it, but he's a great businessman too yeah. that's what you know he he knows when to smartly uh connect with a product and he knows how to connect with a product and really get the most out of it so he's uh you know if you could you could have worse people promoting your product than him do you think when steve martin did king tut that he knew that he would still be probably even more popular today than he has ever been in his life isn't that odd? I used to I used to listen to his albums uh, yes. over and over again when I was a kid, and uh, you know he was he was so funny. And then when he went into movies, I thought, okay, he's he's going to be big, but is he ever going to be? Uh, but then now he's he's a credible actor. I I thought they could have done more with him yep. with Pepsi Zero. Yep. Um, you know because I want him to be really funny, and instead he was kind of subdued, as was Ben Stiller. So it was like. Uh, you didn't quite let him be as funny as he could have been. I was hoping that it was basically a little a little hint that they've probably got a movie coming out together because I would love to see these two and, of course, put Martin Short in there as well. I mean, I just, there just yeah. needs to be something between these actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they are some of the funniest people alive. There, there needs to be a collaboration there. And if you saw, there was a preview ad with Stiller and, and Steve Martin talking to each other and kind of uh, trading barbs back and forth, and that was probably funnier than both in-game ads. (laughs) Speaking of actors, Adam Driver, this guy, I swear, I mean, I know he's setting himself up for the movie that's coming out, but for him to talk about Squarespace, I finally went to the website because of Adam Driver last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I I mean... I've seen the, the, the Squarespace ads of the past. I've all, they're, they've all been kind of weird. Yeah. So I expected something weird. And what we got was uh, multiple Adam drivers uh, with a little bit of Kylo Ren doing the Matrix. <laughs> but it was creative, though. And, and, and it, it was. Because, I mean, so many times those commercials in the past for, for Squarespace, it was like, oh, leave, leave that for the nerds. They're, they're the ones that design the websites. I can't do that. But when you go to that right. website, I'm convinced. No, they they have a good product, and uh, you know I think they sell it fairly well. Could they have done a little bit more with Adam Driver? Yeah, but I mean it it fit it fit their their mode and it fit their tone. So uh, it, it was it effective? Well, we'll see if the, if they get enough people. You went to their ad, you went to their site, so uh, hopefully more people did for them, and uh, it was effective. Do you think people will try to imitate the John Travolta dance with Zach Braff and Donald? Oh God, I hope so. You know that was a that was, a, that was such a fun ad. You know, any any of us who have watched Greece and have, there are so many millions who have uh, that that was a, that was a fun moment, even with a bald uh, John Travolta. But man, yeah. that was that was a, it was a good time. It was uh, it was a great bit of nostalgia, and uh, it, it sold the product effectively. Oh, Kyle, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, dude. Oh, love it. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. You'd be brilliant today, okay? Oh, you too.